the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement, into finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Talking all things financial, money investing, and more. What's on your financial mind? To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about today, we will talk about. Um, Tuesdays, I have Patrick O'Hare on the show. He's the chief market analyst with Briefing.com. Wednesday, I get The Economist. And Thursday, I get a reporter from the street, typically talking about one of the top stories of the day. So... Um, what do we need to know as far as you know, the latest news out there today? Um, Domino's has a Siri-like feature to help you order pizzas now. I find this one of those throwaway kind of stories, but at the same time, it's telling you where retail's going. Domino's is introducing its own version of Siri, the pizza delivery chain. Plans to introduce a function onto its mobile app that lets customers place orders by speaking with a computer-generated voice named Dom. Rollout is part of an ongoing push by Domino's to take business away from rivals and smaller pizza shops. I don't know. Is that the ultimate, like, I'm not going to say insult, but that's a little bit of a weird one, right? And uh, it shows you how desperate people are to get clients. It's not the worst story ever, but uh, to me, that's very, very PR. And how many people actually use it? Again, maybe it's just something I don't know. A bunch of companies going public this week, and this is worthy of note because IPOs kind of sometimes define what's going on in the, the back half of the market. Some notable companies expected to debut is portable camera company GoPro, filed its IPO last month. Um, GoPro could, I think there's multiple places GoPro can go. Um, cheaper, security, uh, children. So, so the IP of market is used by a lot as an indicator of how much risk investors are willing to take. So lots and lots of names coming public this week. So showing you that there's a lot of risk in the market probably is the right way of saying that. Um, there's Adelphi Health. There's, uh, good gosh, there's just too many. MC, 
Myrtle NR cuts, Klein Pharma. So I'm seeing about 4550 deals announced for this week. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money investing in more. Let's talk a little uh, markets and what we're seeing. Last week we were at records, I think kind of as the week started. And then as the week went on, it got a little bit weaker. And it wasn't a massive, it wasn't anything. Uh, you know, when you're talking less than 2%, you're still not talking a really big correction at this point in time. But people are starting to go, you know, hey, it's summertime. You know, this can get bad quickly. 3% could become 6%. Um, so there was a little bit of that. I think you probably noticed that in the pundits out there who were talking about it. Weakness today seen in financials. It's probably one of the ones you don't want to hear coming out of my mouth first. But the S&P 500 is up fractions. The Dow's up 2. NASDAQ up 10. So, hmm, Starbucks is going to open a college plan for their baristas. Starbucks plans to introduce a program intended to help its baristas earn an online college degree. The company's partnering with Arizona State University to make the program available to 135,000 workers. Um, people who work at least 20 hours a week will be eligible at Starbucks. Employees will be able to choose from a number of educational programs and won't be required to stay at Starbucks after earning the degree. That's pretty neat. It's a nice little perk that, uh, you know, most of America can use that. Maybe not in the Bay Area. Maybe, you know, that's not the uh, extra career boost that you're looking for. But it's all good. It's all good. So some corporate items of note. Medtronic is acquiring Covidian, $42 billion deal. Level 3 says it's going to acquire TD Telecom, Time Warner Telecom, in a cash and stock deal worth about 40 bucks. The Empire State Manufacturing Report produced some encouraging news this morning. The June reading was well ahead of expectations. And again, kind of got that going for us, which is nice. It's not eternal peace and happiness, but we got some good numbers coming out of the Empire State Manufacturing Survey. Other data today will include industrial production report. Um, these reports hold a little bit more sway today than normal. These two in particular, because um, it's a very thinly traded market. People are like in vacation mind, not necessarily um, in trading and where the markets are going mind. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I'm Rob Black. Got a big event coming up this Thursday. Thursday, it's going to be some dividend stocks. It's going to be a little bit more. Um, Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, Thursday at 6.30 in Palo Alto, 4249 El Camino. It's the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. That's what you need to know, the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. And when I say you need to know it, that's uh, you can sign up for the event at robblack.com. I'm going to be going over dividend achieving stocks. Chad's going to be going over outliving your savings, Social Security, tax-efficient investing, um, trying to estimate your retirement expenses, you know, ultimately before you stop working. I think uh, those are some areas that you need to be focused in on, especially as you head towards retirement. Watching the World Cup, a lot of people are. Some pretty big numbers out there as far as what the worldwide ratings have ultimately been like so far. Um, Iraq seems to be in the news a lot right now. The Middle East is getting, it kind of comes and goes, flares up. Civil wars brewing in Iraq as extremist Sunni militants from the Islamic State of Iraq 
and uh, Ash Sham execute Shiite soldiers. They're advancing towards the capital. It's a pretty grim overview if you take a look at how the Middle East is playing out. Um, you know, the Brookings Institute did a prediction on it and said, you know, as of now, it's you know, the fighting is probably going to continue for years. Thousands will die. Give the civil war in neighboring, neighboring Syria is in its fourth year, and the border war between the two countries have effectively vanished. So, um, a lot of civil war is still going on, and uh, it's tragic, and it means the headlines will be maybe on the edge a little bit more so than they usually are coming out of the Middle East. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblack.com. Don't forget that event's coming up. You can sign up at, for it at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Um, i got a YouTube channel from some of my TV shot appearances. You can find out about that at Rob Black Show. Twitter channel, Rob Black Show. And uh, that basically covers about everything that we need to cover at this point in time. Um, money investing in more? Are you into or out of that Domino speaking app? Can that really make that much of a difference? we got a big week looming with the Federal Reserve, with housing, with inflation data. Um, we still have a smartphone coming from Amazon. We'll see what that's all about. Will it cut a tether, so to speak? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Hmm. I always love these. and Fortunately, I'm never on these flights. Um, an agitated man diverted a flight from New York to Vegas. Um, hollering, agitated passenger who ignored police to calm down. So, interesting to watch. Uh, I've never been on a flight where someone freaked out that bad. It was diverted. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. The fact that we're not... Market Minute. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Starbucks opening a college program for their baristas. Not the worst thing in the world to uh, encourage people to educate themselves. I like that Howard Schultz is putting his money where his mouth is. Um, right now, you know, some Starbucks have plans for reimbursing workers up to $1,000 a year for anything used on college. Um, they're trying to make it a little bit more generous. So, good. I think it's an easy world in which we find negative criticism, but this is one of those nice stories that you just go, nice, good story. So, the S&P 500 up 4, the Dow is up 15, the NASDAQ up 14. Joining me now, BayAreaLoanSource.com's very own Tony Mendez. You can hear him Thursday evenings on this radio station, on this show, on a regular basis, but Thursday evenings from 6 to 7. And he does his real estate report for KDOW AM 1220. One of the areas that I, I saw that was interesting was household wealth up 10 trillion in the year 2013. 
which was a 14% increase from 2012. Household wealth is stocks and bonds. So we feel, I mean, that's a lot of wealth. You see that headline, and Americans are up $10 trillion in household wealth, value of home, stocks, banks, accounts, when you minus out mortgages, credit cards, and debts. That's psychologically pretty powerful. It is, yeah. So of that, $5.6 trillion came from the increase in stocks, whereas just $2.3 trillion, half of what came from stocks went from home values. And that's, I'm not knocking it. That's a good number. What's nice to note about that is just telling the story, $10 trillion, that's future economy spending to me. And that's psychologically pretty powerful. If people's homes go up in value, what do they do? They spend, They usually they feel better about their value of their house, and they start spending money. They take equity lines out, or they cash out some way or another, or they start spending more money in their credit card to improve their property. That's the first thing that people usually do. And then they'll say things like, you know what? It looks like we're going to make it to retirement, so let's go on a vacation. Or let's make another – and they go on vacation and make a baby, and mm-hmm. that's financially a very big decision. That's probably a bigger decision than buying a house now because yep. it's, it's about $300,000 from age zero to 17 to raise a kid. That's a house in most of America, right? So families of four in the Bay Area, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's You're committing uh, to it. It's a, it's a very interesting combination where you have a child, and you go, you know what? We have a child now. We have to buy a house. Yeah. So <laughs> buying a house and having a child, two of the largest decisions you'll ever make. You know, having a kid, though, is also a great financial decision because some of the things that you were doing before, going on vacations and getting no return, other than you seeing the Louvre, you're now putting into a house or you're now putting into education, which does have a return on investment. You're putting into better financial assets. But let's talk about household wealth, $10 trillion. Let's say I'm feeling good. My home value, according to Zillow, has done great. I'm not assuming that's a real number, but let's just say it's close. Um, how do I go about getting a home equity line of credit? What's that look like? Well, there's a couple ways you can do it. Uh, the most common way is uh, online with some of the large banks. It okay. seems to be the easiest way. Um, you may or may not get the best rate. There's several places you can go online, like bankrates.com, and look at some of the, the products that lenders are offering. Of course, it's all tied towards your equity and how much you're actually borrowing. The lo- surprisingly, the larger amount you borrow, the lower the rate. If you only borrow 50000 you might get prime plus one as opposed to 200000 with prime plus zero. So it all depends on what... Your, your scenario looks like. What documents do I need? It's going to be similar to the, the, the whole loan transaction. Okay. You still have to prove that you, you qualify. Um, do I submit taxes? Um, in most cases, you will, yes. Okay. Two years of taxes? In most cases, you will, yes. If I lived in Texas, would I have to submit Texas taxes? Texas taxes. You know, usually you don't have to do state taxes, but federal. Okay. And that's nice to know because all my taxes are PDF. Do you see most people's taxes PDF, or do people sometimes drop? I've seen so, most people. To be honest with you, send me one PDF of one year and a uh, fax copy of, a, of the next year. Okay. It always seems to be kind of it, you know. It's funny what I've noticed. People switch tax tax accounts a lot, yeah. a lot more than I thought they would have. More than they do with cars. It's interesting. My life was so easy tax wise until I turned thirty. And every year since then, it's gotten more and more complicated. As I've added more properties and more types of investments, um, I highly recommend you. Well, I mean, I switched because I, I, I soon, you know, when I, as soon as I moved out of my property and, and I owned multiple rentals, and I started using a different type of accountant. And it, I also went from self-employed to W-2. So there's different reasons why. He's the best in real estate. He is Tony Mendez. He does the show here 
Thursday evening, 6 to 7. Listen to it. Listen to Chad's show, New Focus on Wealth, from 1 to 2. I think those, these three types of shows, mine and theirs, really give you an end end you know, pie, so to speak, of everything that you need to know on financial issues, whether it's financial planning, whether it's accumulating wealth, whether it's how to manage your 401k or how to manage your mortgage and treat it as the business decision that it is. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. So investors are grappling with kind of a new round of fears. There's a lot of unsettling events that have recently kind of showed their head. Maybe a little oil price shock driven by unrest in Iraq. Maybe unexpected leadership shakeup in Congress that we saw last week with Eric Cantor. You know, the market went down less than 1% last week. It's worst performance in two months. And people are like, it's the worst performance in two months. I've, got, I've had to start eating humans. It's not that bad, is it? Worst performance in two months. Few investors expect to see shares drop sharply right now. Ultimately, I think a lot of people, you know, figure that, you know, we make purchases in our economy. Back half the year with back to school and the holidays tends to be, you know, a little bit more supportive. Uh, we've seen the unemployment rate tick down slowly, slowly, slowly. We've seen the employment rate tick up slowly, slowly, slowly. We've replaced all the jobs that we quote-unquote lost and then some, but that's true and not true because they're much worse jobs that we replaced the good ones with or that we replaced good ones with less than ideal. Not a very healthy all-around uh, community. So the market's kind of looking for an excuse to cool its jets right now, and a little bit of drama could be that reason. That's fine. Um, at current levels, though, oil prices aren't high enough to really threaten the economic recovery. Retail gasoline prices averaged 364 a gallon on Friday, but they're roughly lower than a year ago level. U.S. economy is recovering from that brutal winter, which is uh, played out pretty harsh into freezing the economy because people stayed in. Investors saw, you know, another crazy thing last week with Eric Cantor. His more conservative challenger, David Bratt, uh, defeated him in the primary vote. So the chief fear is that Mr. Cantor's defeat by the Tea Party affiliate candidate raises the odds of a replay of last October's debate over the Brazen Nation's borrowing limit. You know, um, it makes sense. So that, you know, people might be wondering what the back half of this year is going to be looking like. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Big event coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge a couple Thursdays from now. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Ten Pillars Retirement Income Planning Seminar coming up Thursday, the 19th, this Thursday, 6.30. You can sign up at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Get unheard of deals on durable, easy-to-install floors at Lumber Liquidators. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. To get your calls on the air. Um, some of the top stories of the day: smartphone again, continuing to be that kind of leaky story coming out of Wall Street Journal. Starbucks doing a college loan program. Alibaba has recently announced some more financial details. Chinese internet giant Alibaba released sales figures for its two main shopping sites, as well as a list of 27 individuals who control most nominations to the company's boards. 
So Taobao, a gigantic marketplace where millions of small Chinese merchants sell virtually everything, handed out about $177 billion worth of transactions last year. While transactions on Tmall, an online mall that hosts brands and retailers, stood about $70 billion. So this could be one of those big IPOs, and uh, I think Wall Street's going to, how shall we say, sensationalize it. Other top stories of note today in the world of tech. Um, you're hearing more and more about the next iPhone, and it seems like there's going to be two versions of it, a bigger one and a bigger one. Um, so there's some new claims to reveal the iPhone 6 screen size, camera resolution, and other hardware. Video suggesting two iPhone 6 models, one with a 4.7-inch screen and one with a 5.5-inch screen will launch uh, ultimately in the fall. Both phones will have a screen resolution of about 1704 by 960. Continue to use Apple's Touch ID fingerprint. Main camera will get a bump from 8 megapixels to 10. Front FaceTime camera will get with a 2 megapixel sensor versus 1.2. So everything just getting a little nice upgrade. And uh, again, expect big things from that phone as there's a lot of pent-up demand on 4Ss at this point in time. So take a look at the market numbers. We have the S&P 500 up 3, the Dow's up 7, the NASDAQ up 9. With a smartphone, Amazon will try to get a little bit of a tether on you. Uh, the retailers expect to introduce a smartphone on Wednesday at a big event in Seattle. A long-rumored project that aims to be closing any remaining gap between uh, tablets and set-top boxes. Licensing entertainment to uh, stock the devices is what they've kind of been about so far. It all adds up wildly ambitious getting in on the phone, but trying to, again, stake some turf. An ever-growing group that now includes, you know, businesses like Walmart, eBay, Apple, Google. All about modern merchandising right now and uh, how they pull it off. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. This was an impressive movie feat this weekend. 22 Jump Street ruled the box office again. Sequel reuniting Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum brought in a huge $60 million opening weekend. That marks the second largest opening for an R-rated movie behind The Hangover 2. Taking a quick look at the market numbers, we've got the S&P 500 up fractions, which is, again, summertime. We may not do anything at this point in time. Dow's up 6, NASDAQ up 9. Joining me now... Tony Mendez with BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. He's a mortgage lender. He's my mortgage lender. I've done a couple refis with him. I've done a couple new purchases with him. So I know that it's a process, and it's good to have someone that you trust. He's someone that I trust. Therefore, you can trust. Hi, Rob. Tony Mendez, you're here to talk today. Home improvement. Um, I bought a house that needed some work. Um, I fortunately had cash to fund it. Um, I don't think the work was worth it. But some people like to improve their homes. I myself would go with a gold toilet because sitting on a gold toilet is all that and more. But new kitchen to me, eh. person that buys my house is going to say, I don't like that tile. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cautious about it, my and, home improvements. It, but you might be wrong that there is a percentage, uh, 92% as a matter of fact, saying that um, kitchens are get the best return on your investment. 
kitchen remodels. See, I disagree with right that. Right up there with siting. Siting is a little bit higher, 92.8%. Yeah. But small kitchen remodels, they're, they're specific at that small remodels always will give you a better return than big remodels because big remodels usually mean that you're putting more of your personal taste into it. Right. When remodels should be the basics, bathrooms, you know, new tiles on the floor, nothing fancy, no fancy gold toilets. Okay, let's stay with kitchen for a second. Kitchen. So, like, a new gas stove is better than an electric stove. That's right. an improvement that I can back. Upgrades, yes. Right. New refrigerator that saves energy is something that people instantly say, that's a nice-looking refrigerator. Right. Whereas tile and cabinets in particular, sometimes they change. You know, the taste today is not the same taste in 10 years. So you tend not to get the best bang for your buck. Bathroom, I hear, is the best bang for your buck. If you do, like, a spa shower, people love spa showers. Um, so spend a little money there versus uh Well, there's two things that cabinets. that people look at. Tell me. There's uh, what they call your curb appeal. Okay. And that's why siding is the, one of the number one spots as far as the kind of improvements that you do. Okay. Uh, and then the kitchen. That's because of the family-oriented part of a single-family residence, and that would be the people who cook in the house. We'll go right to the kitchen because that's the main activity, and you're going to get more sight inside the, uh, the property. Okay. So those two reasons um, is why those are on the top. Anything else, uh, like replacing roofs and windows, they get a lot less return, uh, lower than 80% per dollar. So you have to be really careful about what you do. Um, and there's two reasons why people would do a remodel on their house. One, for necessity. And two, to resell their house and probably get some more money on their return. Um, if I was to resell a house, if I was for the purpose of reselling a house, I would do very little improvements that were not a necessity. Okay. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, it's, there's, when you sell your house, for example, your house, I've been to your house, you don't need to do much to it. Right. Paint. Maybe a new rug in one of the rooms. But you don't have to do any kind of kitchen remodel or any bathroom remodel. Don't leave that up to the new buyer, especially in this kind of market. We're in a seller's market right now. Homes that are in distress are getting top dollar. And I think, it's a, I think that if you're competing against 20, 30 other homes, yeah, maybe you want to spruce it up and maybe do some special things, but not in this type of market when we're limited in the inventory. You know what I would do if I wanted to improve my home value? I would build an addition. I want to do a teardown. I try to get some square footage on a second level. Uh, maybe tear down half of my house and build up. I, I'd be really questionable about that because I know. that's even a more expensive type of upgrade, and you're putting more personal taste into the design. Well, and you may be eliminating more, more unless you're, you know exactly what these people want. Most homes in the Bay Area sell on one thing. Square footage. The no, comparable I disagree. Really? I would say location. Well, locate, I think we're saying the same term. In your location, you're going to compare square footage to my house to the house next to me. That's how companies like Zillow work. Right. They see you have a 1,600-square-foot house. They see what the 2,000-square-foot house sold for, and then they factor in 25% less house. Mm-hmm. Um, so square footage is a large part of the comparables that come in to set the price of your home. So to me, if you can add square footage at the right rate, so figure out what your homes are going for in your neighborhood, and then take that extra square footage you're going to add and multiply it. And if you can get it in that ballpark, you yeah, as long as you don't go too big, because you never, you don't want to be the biggest house on your street. I agree. Because you're going to fall harder than anybody else. Your low, the smaller homes will dictate the price in your neighborhood as opposed to the higher, the bigger homes. Anything else that we need to know about? 
this concept of improving your home? You know, it's. It, I think it's all about personal taste. I think where people make the biggest mistake is they get the money from the wrong place. They okay. they they get too many home equity lines of credit, and they open it for too much, and they never pay it back. Yep. Um, they think that uh, improving twenty five thirty thousand dollar kitchen uh, is like, oh, we need it, but we'll just take it out of the house. They still got to make payments on it. Yeah, I don't look at home equity line of credit as anything other than your piggy bank that you're taking from. Um, I would only take a home equity line of credit if you could, if you know that you can pay it back in a certain period of time. That's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. One of the more interesting side stories that have started to creep up, business buyers are lifting their outlook for PCs. Again, when was the tablet going to stop bleeding the PC? Well, maybe now. Last week, Intel, big chip maker, they cited a surprising surge in commercial PC purchases, boosting its financial forecast for the first time in nearly five years. The revenue in the current quarter would be about $700 million greater than it had been expected. That's a pretty big number. Computer makers were sounding a little bit more upbeat before Intel's announcement as well. Microsoft's decision to phase out technical support for its aging Windows XP operating system could prompt businesses with older machines to upgrade their hardware. Um, yeah, so that's a, a small bit of good news, right? It's not jumping up and down good news. Big event coming up Thursday evening, Palo Alto, at the Elks Lodge Hotel. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. It's the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Strategy. I'm going to be talking dividend stocks, how to pick them, which ones I like, which ones I recently bought. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. CFP Chad Burton's going to go over some of the expenses and outliving your savings and Social Security benefits, tax-efficient investing. So you're always pulling from the right accounts, the right areas. You can sign up for my events at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. This Thursday evening from 6.30 to 9. As we will help you better understand the world of real estate, last week about the peculiar reason. For a free consultation. More information. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Rob Black. On the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black sitting in for Rob Black. Rob Black is not here today. Rob Black 2.0 is here today. Just a series of commands on the keyboard that producer number eight is able to hit and create what sounds like a real radio show. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. One of the more interesting um, acquisitions recently was OpenTable. It kind of snuck in over the weekend. Priceline announced the deal to buy OpenTable for $2.6 billion or $103 a share. Um, Could there be another deal that comes along? You know, will Priceline fold their app into... Priceline's app, OpenTable, and Priceline will keep it separate, will keep it different. So Priceline is really the only company that doesn't massively benefit from OpenTable because they're very significantly different businesses. Who would benefit? Google? Absolutely. Google's perhaps the most likely potential buyer of OpenTable. Google's talked about getting into the restaurant reservation business for a while. They've acquired Zagat. Buy and open would seem to make a lot of sense from a strategic standpoint. Facebook's also a potential buyer. Facebook has made a number of interesting acquisitions, and buying open table would certainly be interesting. 
They can make the open experience more social by integrating the platform into Facebook. So there's a couple people that may emerge as, you know, uh, white knights and raise the bid on that one. It's not ridiculous to think about, right? To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Ben and Jerry's, um, you know, chocolate chip cookie dough, and much, much more. Um, Ben and Jerry's is getting serious about GMOs. So... What's rolling off their production floor now? And they're an iconic ice cream maker, so they're kind of important. The non-GMO and fair trade standards, Ben & Jerry's had to find new sources for some 110 ingredients that go into chunky flavor flavors. Um, but they want to be a leader on it. And it's, again, younger people, 35 and younger, will support brands based on social activism. Vermont's new law requires labels of food containing genetically modified organisms. Shows, you know, it, you know, since there's more and more people interested in this information, Vermont wants all food packaged with GMOs to be said as GMOs. So, what are GMOs? Genetically modified organisms, plants or animals whose makeup has been altered to produce a new combination of genes and traits that typically help it produce something. So we got that going for us, right? What else we got going today? Um, how about markets? Last week we had a slightly down market. It wasn't horrible, but it was slightly down. The economic data wasn't all that bad, but there's very, very light volume, and that seems to be worthy of note. Today we have the SP500 down fractions. We got the Dow down 20. We got the NASDAQ down 5. A lot of keep hearing talk about distributors of pay television services. They've been pairing up with, you know, some mega mergers recently. Um, Content providers are priming for a big round of consolidation. After years of pursuing a cautious strategy that emphasized returning capital to shareholders, you're seeing a lot of U.S. media companies make splashy acquisitions. Um, You know, good golly, just Comcast and Time Warner, DirecTV and AT&T. You can kind of see how big it has been, truly. Amazon said their selection of its Amazon App Store has tripled in the last year as far as the number of apps go. Uh, the Amazon App Store available on all of its mobile platforms is obviously competing with Apple's App Store. A lot of people want Apple to open up their App Store and just put it online because everyone's comfortable with it, um, but keep it inside of iTunes, mistake or not a mistake. Social Security, some basics that you need to know. Over 9 in 10 Americans are affected by the Social Security. There's over 34 million retiring people receiving benefits. The importance of Social Security cannot be overstated at this point in time. As a family net, but also as a way of you know, supplementing income in retirement. Most people I know who are on Social Security enjoy the fact that the checks come. So the average index monthly earnings, it's going to be your wages for prior years are typically indexed, meaning they're adjusted to reflect inflation over the course of your career. So if you earned 20000 bucks in 1990 in a year, that might be reflected as $43,000 today, which is where your retirement income would be calculated off of. I think most Americans would feel comfortable if, you know, $20,000 
Nah, I'm not going to say most Americans, because that's not true. But if, I, if, if the government were to make a deal with me that every dollar we put in, you get 2% or 3% returns on, I'd be like, done. Uh, or if every dollar you put in, it's on you. You choose decisions for your Social Security as far as investment decisions, and if it doesn't work, doesn't work based on decisions you made. So benefits of Social Security are skewed to a favor of low-income paying individuals. So the Social Security Administration Office uses 35 years of earnings to calculate your monthly benefit. The earnings test only applies to those younger than full retirement age. Um, anyone who's under full retirement age and has already claimed Social Security benefits will lose $1 in Social Security for every $2 they earn over $15,480. So working as an employee or independent contractor after your full retirement age, it's only going to help increase your retirement security and it won't affect your Social Security check. So... A lot of mistakes that people make when it comes to figuring out what does and does not work in Social Security benefits in retirement. There's three types of benefits. I think I was reading this week, and there's five types of um, waterfalls. So you may be eligible for three different types of benefits. If you worked and paid Social Security taxes for more than 10 years, you'll be able to get the worker's benefit. If you're married, you may be able to be eligible for a spousal benefit. And if your spouse dies, you may be eligible for the survivor benefit. Um, so it's important to know that there's various types of ways of playing Social Security out there. Benefits are adjusted for inflation, whether or not you start your benefit. A divorced spouse qualifies for spousal support of, uh, or survivor benefits if the marriage lasts 10 years or more. And you can monitor your Social Security account online, which everyone should do. Um because they no longer are sending the forms to you. But you can do that at ssa.gov, ssa.gov. And it's kind of fun to take a look at. Teach calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Take a look at the market numbers again today. We started off weaker. We got a little stronger. We got a little bit weaker. It's summertime. We're not going to have a lot of volume. The moves could be dramatic at times. Um so the S&P 500 is down 1, the Dow is down 16, the Nasdaq's down 4. We've got a big event coming up in Palo Alto this Thursday, this Thursday from 639 at the Elks Lodge Hotel. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Anything you want to talk about when we're at the event, you can certainly drop by with your portfolio. Um, give me your name, your age, your income, your assets, your liability, your time frames, and I'll get you some feedback on where you are and maybe some ideas. Um, those always work out pretty well, and they're free. You have to come to the event, rob at robblack.com. You can sign up for the event, rob at robblack.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You want to drop me an email? Good strategy question. I'll get to it before the show's over. 
800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Business buyers are lifting the outlook for PCs. That's pretty interesting. You might remember a little bit more than a year ago, Dell went down, went private. Uh, seems like maybe the right time to do it. That's probably when you could get the best deal is buying them when no one wanted them. So, and we'll see again. You know, for years, the tablets have been stealing market share away from the laptops. And to the point of, like, I want to get a new laptop, and I'm kind of afraid to. There's some fear going on there. SP 500 is down 3, the Dow's down 31, the NASDAQ down 8. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. We know that estate plan laws change on a regular basis. High income got hit a little bit in the 2012 2013 changes. How will that affect what the high income gives to charity? CFP Chad Burton, New Focus Financial, what's your thoughts? Well, you know, I think all in all in terms of charity, any kind of a tax increase tends to hurt charitable contributions. Right. Um, it just takes more out of people's pocket when a tax increase goes up, so charities don't like to see that type of a tax increase. Um, we did get an extension of one thing that's actually a, a pretty good deal for people that have higher net worth, worth and you have, let's say you're a person you've got, Plenty of assets to live, and you give on a regular basis, and you hit 70 and a half, and you're forced to pull money out of your IRAs, and you don't really need it to live. You're going to leave it to your favorite charity or your kids. Well, one of the things you can do through 2013 is you can take your minimum required distribution up to $100,000 and give it directly to charity and avoid paying taxes on it. In the past, there used to be complicated amounts in terms of how much you could write off, but they, the IRS through 2013 allows you to deduct that you uh, you know get his taxable income but turn around and deduct 100% of it right away as long as it goes directly to charity. So that's one good thing. But some of the high income earners, so really who got hit with the tax increases, you know January 1st 2013 is people that mostly make over 450,000 filing jointly or 400,000 single. People that make over 250, they have a, a slight increase in their um, uh, dividends and capital gains. Uh, taxes, Um, but they're still at the 15% bracket. There's a 3.8% increase, but really who can benefit? Wealthy people that make over 450, it really, I think, will cause the use again of what's called charitable remainder trusts, which are some of, it's one of my favorite planning techniques because everybody wins except for the IRS. So That'll that'll change. No, I I don't think it will. I think this will be around for a long time just because it, it, it benefits charity so much, and it doesn't really take a, a lot out of the government's pocket. So let's say you're 60 years old, and you've got a bunch of low basis stock, and you want to sell 500000 of this stock, essentially as a zero-cost basis. Maybe you were an early investor. Maybe it was ESPPs or options that you got from where you used to work, and it's rallied a lot. So you've got 500000 You really want to sell it and you know start income producing from that asset. But in California, if you're a high-income earner, and you've got $500,000 of capital gains, you're going to pay about $169,000 in taxes, right, if it's a gain of that much. So what you could do instead is you could pick your favorite charity that you want to have benefit after you die, and you can create a charitable remainder trust. So once you create the trust, you have an attorney drafted up, you create it, it's irrevocable, um, and then you open a brokerage account in the name of that trust, and you transfer the shares in kind into that trust, and you're going to get a large tax deduction depending on your age and how much you say you're going to pull out each year. So that could be around 110000 bucks, for example, depending on how you set it up. And you can use that deduction up over five years. So really what that could do is that gift of 500000 into a charitable remainder trust could create 
about a $49,000 tax benefit. We can reduce your tax liability over five years by about 49000 And once that stock, Rob, is in the trust, you can turn around and sell it and re-diversify your portfolio without any current capital gains taxes because the trust is shielded from that original sale of that assets. And then you can take income for life. And let's say that's 6% or thirty grand a year. Um, so you're able to sell it without a big capital gains that you get a large tax deduction and income for life. Um, and then your charity wins after you pass away. The only thing you have to do is make sure that you want to benefit your kids. So there's a, another step that you have to take. Um, and this is one area where life insurance comes into play in planning, and um, it, it's called an irrevocable life insurance trust. So what you've just done is you win because you get income for life, and you get a large tax deduction. Right. Your charity wins because they're going to get what's left over in that trust when you pass away. So what you have to do to replace that for your heirs is you set up another trust called an irrevocable life insurance trust, and you take some of that $30,000 a year of income that you have and buy a $500,000 life insurance policy that's held in the trust, and then the kids get that completely tax-free. So the only person that's – the only entity that's out of the picture is Uncle Sam. They don't get, you know, they don't get the estate tax when you die. They don't get that initial huge capital gains tax, and you get a tax deduction, which essentially helps pay for the life insurance. So it's a great estate planning tool if you are wanting to benefit a charity, you're a high-income earner, and um, and you need to get rid of some low-basis stock, for example. I like it. It's an evolution. As tax laws change, you have to evolve with the time to see what's available. That was CFP Chad Burton talking a little about higher-income plays with estate planning and helping charities so that they get theirs and everyone's pleased with the outcome. It's Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, baseball basketball ended over the weekend, and that's kind of nice. Keanu Reeves to take on a new movie. How is that possible? How is it that Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves keep getting film negotiations and uh, deals? So, Keanu Reeves is in final negotiations to replace Daniel Craig in the courtroom drama The Whole Truth. How is this possible? U.S.-based Medtronic is buying Covidian. It's clearly a move to dodge U.S. taxes. Uh, medical device maker Medtronic agreed to acquire Pure Covidian for $42.9 billion. They're excited to reach an agreement. So, um, obviously, Medtronic has tons and tons of patients' patents. It's a $60 billion medical device company that makes heart pacemakers. Uh, employing a controversial maneuver called tax inversion, the companies have moved their legal battles to the U.K. where they can enjoy lower tax rates. Pfizer recently proposed a deal with British, British's AstraZeneca to take advantage of this. Uh, those talks didn't get very far, so a lot of people don't like deals like this. In large part, it seems pretty blatantly obvious it's about um, avoiding taxes. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. SP 500 is down 1, the Dow is down 27, the NASDAQ down 5. Don't forget to note that a uh, big event coming up Thursday evening in Palo Alto. Hopefully I'll see you out there. Thursday evening in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. It is a income and retirement seminar. For those of you who have made mistakes, you know that you have to diversify to cut down on the damage from the mistakes. We'll talk about that at more. You can sign up for the event right now at robblack.com.
listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I always try to come up with some different ideas for you, whether it be a Ben and Jerry's ending GMOs and how that's a trend on millennials, but also it's a play on how big and dominant of a player um, certain food makers have become inside the United States. If you take a look at your grocery store, typically on any one product line, there's no more than six people who manufacture um, any sort of competition. And honestly, if you take a look at it, there's, um, I would say in my opinion, there's too much uh, or too, there's a huge lack of competition and the fact that we're being educated about what are glutens, what are not glutens by people who make glutens, it seems to be a conflict on some levels of where that education is coming from at this point in time. So what's on your financial mind? Uh, winners and losers out there? Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Uh, in particular, the healthcare system. The United States ranks very, very poorly on healthcare quality, cost. The U.S. health system received very low marks on a new uh, report. That's kind of discerning because, you know, don't you feel like we spend a lot? So we work, in fact, we do. We rank first as far as um, industrialized nations with how much we spend per person $8,500 per person. And despite having the costliest care, the U.S. ranks 11th in industrial countries. So as far as quality goes, that's a little bummer, right? You want to be a little bit more than that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Um, Are you a young couple? Because if you are, I kind of have something to say to you. First and foremost, take it slow. You're in no rush to... Um, merge all your assets together. It's one of the areas that you're going to fight pretty aggressively with each other. Um, So know that if you can do it without alcohol in the room, probably a good thing. Um, Other, oh, good gosh, I just forgot something. Sorry. Where's that going to end up? Millennials. Let me do a Tony spot, because um, I'm just a little bit lost right now as far as where I need to be on the rundown. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. We're pulling a Tony. Joining us today, Tony Mendez with BayAreaLoanSource.com. He's my personal mortgage lender. He's done a couple refis for me, a couple of purchases as well. Um, on top of that, he could do home equity lines of credit, and he's a mortgage lender. Tony, let's talk about arms. And I'm not talking about the things with fingers at the end. I'm talking about adjustable rate mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a lot of people into trouble because they're buying too much house in the 2000s and they're using adjustable rate mortgages to get the lowest right. possible mortgage rate. So they kind of have a bad name. Yeah, they still yeah. have that name. And unfortunately, the bad loan, the NEGAM loan or negative amortization loan was tied to arms. Okay. And that's why arms got a bad rap. Arms have a great use in the, in the market. Primarily because they have a shorter or a lower interest rate than a 30-year fixed, and you can almost conform that to the time frame that you're going to stay in the property. Uh, a, a lot of investors use them as well because it can improve their cash flow. So there's a great use for arms, but it's not for everybody. Um, we did get that bad rap over the last few years, uh, starting in 2007, you know, kind of 2008, and it scared a lot of people away. We arm usage in the Bay Area dropped below five percent. 
Okay. Historically in the Bay Area, it's as high as 40%. Right now, we're sitting about 19%. So it is creeping back up, um, and we're also seeing rates rising on the 30-year fix. So people are going to start gravitating towards the arm. Um, but before you do, make sure it fits what you need. Now, what's that mean? It means, it, it, is it going to fit your timeline? Are okay. you aware of the risks involved? Do you even know how an arm works? Uh, do you know what the index is? Do you know what the margin is? Okay, you know, slow, slow, slow. Yeah, so okay. there's all so many let's things that the, people... Let's start with the time. Adjustable rate mortgage comes in... Terms. Three, three years, One year, three years, year, five years, seven year, ten year terms. Okay. Um, and based on what's going on in the bond market and the treasuries, will determine whether or not the five-year might be priced better than seven. But no matter what, it's got to fit your time frame because if you stay in your house longer than that fixed term, you're going to risk that rate becoming what they call fully adjustable. And it'll adjust to the index that the arm is tied to or the rate is tied to, which is the margin and the index combined together. So you could be tied to an index that's fluctuating dramatically by the time you become adjustable and your rate drop uh, increase significantly, which oh. would raise your, your, and your mortgage payment goes up. So if you're a Facebook engineer, if you're an engineer and like you're 20-something, there's a good chance like you may want to get to New York in 10 years. You may, like an arm might be appropriate if you right. think you're going to be kind of a traveling cowboy right. and take your business elsewhere. Yeah, and, and for those people who are going, oh, arms, arms, we're not promoting arms, we're promoting arms as, a, um, as an alternative to the 30-year fix to help you save money. Yep. We've run scenarios, and I know that you know this person personally, where they saved $25,000 over a five-year period because they decided to take an arm instead, and they were going to get a large inheritance where they're going to pay off the house and, and stay in the house. So there are other scenarios in which case this will use um, it, 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 the best use. But, yeah, for the example of the person that's going to be moving or a person that's young, they, they say, you know, this is my starter home. I'm going to sell it, build some equity. Why would you get a 30-year fix at a rate that's 1% higher? You're, you're paying on a $400,000 loan. That's, that's almost $3,000 a year more. Why would you pay $3,000 a year more when you know you're going to be selling your house before this loan becomes uh, adjustable? And so the easiest example of this is 30-somethings who are just getting married before they have kids. They should probably get a seven-year arm if they think, as a couple, we're trying to have kids, we're actively going to make babies, um, and we're going to need a bigger home down the road. We're going to have to sell this home. An arm, seven-year arm yeah. is perfect for them. Yeah, and, and again, it, it's difficult to hear actually hear you saying this because you've been pretty conservative as far as what you advise people to do or, or suggest people to do. 30-year fix was great when it was at 3.5%. It's great when it's 4%. It's great when it's 45 But as rates go up, you're going to start seeing the arms are the only way that you can get a rate that's, uh, uh, and payment that's going to be manageable. How much, lower, how much lower can someone pay? I know a 15-year mortgage is a lower rate than a 30-year mortgage. Right. Because the bank's going to get their money sooner. Right. Is the basic idea. And they can t- track it to the 10-year treasury versus the 30 years. Right. Um, and they don't have to adjust as much for inflation in the way they're getting their money back. We've got about a minute left. How much lower can people expect a seven-year and a five-year adjustable rate mortgage to be in this current market? About three, three quarters of a percent. Okay, so like a, maybe a four percent would be down to three and a quarter. If a 30 years at four percent, you're talking about an arm being at three it, and a quarter. It depend, also depends on the, the length of the term and, and what's pricing better, and that's something that you just have to sit down with your and look at your credit score, look at the equity, and see what works. You have to run the same scenario. It's not always going to work for everybody, but it can work for some people. Um, again, the, the basic rule is when rates are low, you get the, th- th- the longest fixed term you can, usually 30-year. 
um, and arms when rates are going up. It's obviously a complex scenario. You do need to talk with a mortgage lender. You do need to run scenarios. If they're not running scenarios for you, they should. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Always appreciate you listening to the show, and always appreciate you giving me a little slack when I need that little slack to get us through to the, the next day or the next day or the next day. Um, lots going on, right? It's summertime, so not as much going on as could be. That is a little bit of a problem in that um, you want some pen action, so to speak, to make the game a little bit more fun. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and much, much more. Um, Some of the headlines out there. The IMF has cut U.S. growth outlook for the year, down from 2.8% down to 2%. They see more room for 0% rates. Manufacturing output increased solidly in the month of May as production increased across the board, bolstering expectations that economic growth would rebound strongly this quarter. Business buyers lifting some demand for PCs. Again, Microsoft cut Windows XP not that long ago. And when they did that, as far as service for it and support for it, they really created a scenario where um, some companies have to upgrade sooner rather than later. How to Train Your Dragon was a massive disappointment for DreamWorks. This is important because they're really not keeping up with Disney as far as the movies go at this point in time. It's not a flop, but expectations were so high, it only performed 14% higher than the opening weekend of the original movie four years ago. Uh, Channing Tatum's and Seth Rogen's 22 Jump Street stole the you know, box office crown again this week. So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Big event coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Thursday, this Thursday, 639, 6:39. Talking all things financial, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. KDOW traffic. Starting off on the peninsula, and this traffic report brought to you by Nexium 24-hour. In San Mateo, westbound at 92 before Alameda de los Polgas, a two-car accident in the center divide. Traffic there is slow from 101. Daily City accident southbound 280 after Hickey Boulevard, three cars in the center divide. Traffic there is slow back from Ceremony Boulevard. Baybridge Toll Plaza remains backed up into the maze. Metering lights are on, 580 backed up to 24, 24 slowing from Children's Hospital. And your westbound 80 ride is slow through Berkeley as you make your way to the tolls. San Mateo Bridge also slow back from Industrial through the tolls out to mid-span. Now for the first time ever, the purple pill is available without a prescription for frequent heartburn. Introduce Nexium 24-hour over-the-counter protection from the number one prescribed acid-blocking brand. This is Nexium level protection. I'm John Wu with traffic on AM 1220 KDOW. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Force Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this like digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like, and I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest. Well, I was running down this, well, it was all of hunger. Together. 
You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Um, I always try to do a show that is, you know, more than enough for what you need. And again, I want you to focus in on what you need as an investor. One of the areas that I was talking about that I didn't really get back to is, is newlyweds. And we could talk newlyweds and the angles on money, or we could talk, you know, PC outlook is looking a little bit better after, you know, so many years of being ignored and shut down. And rightfully so. Uh, but like with newlyweds, there's what I would refer to as the money story. It's really important that you know your spouse's financial issues. And so you know that, that what the sore spots might be. I've been involved in a relationship where I, I can't speak to the person about money. And I'm the most rational, calm person about money. Um, you know, things like, what legacy do you want to leave for your kids? What legacy do you want to do? Uh, you know, do you care? Do you want to get a new car when you're 50? Do you want to get a new car when you're 45? Are you a new car person? Are you a bucket list person? You know, harboring financial secrets is a huge mistake that newlyweds make. Not getting to know each other. And then run into those secret issues. Let's go to Robert in Hillsboro. Robert, how are you? Hi, hi Rob. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I agree. Newlyweds should get a third party involved right away, speaking after yeah. 42 years of marriage. <laughs> um, but my question involves uh, PE ratios. Uh, you talk about Starbucks a lot. Yep. And I love Starbucks. Go there to a lot of stores. They're busy. The Dickens and new, new innovations and in foods and all. But the PE... PE ratio seems to be off the wall high. It is. Justified? Um, it depends on how long you're going to hold it. So it's trading at 20 times next year's earnings. So if you're seeing a number over 350, it's inaccurate, and it involves taking some charges. But oh. would, I buy it, would I buy it with a PE of 23 times next year's earnings? Sure. Um, again, my goal is to own it for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. You know, there's no secret that what they do, and thanks for the call. Um, Starbucks, La Bonne Lounge, opened the doors for its first restaurant outside its hometown of San Francisco. Um, Starbucks is obviously a play on, you know, Procter & Gamble. Um, Starbucks recently made a relationship to get electric power mat, wireless charging in Starbucks, uh, beginning with their stores in San Francisco. Their T-Bana fine teas, their T-Bars planned over time. I don't think there's a lot of stopping them at this point in time. The company is aggressively expanding into China. It says food is a significant opportunity. Only approximately 22% of U.S. businesses says the products will be aggressively launched in the coming months. Um, tea remains a big market. It's the number one drink in the world. Um, they have not aggressively pushed the Tivana brand yet, encouraged by early results in a recent rollout. I like the Tivana brand. Um, they have almost all the 2014 coffee priced in approximately 45% next year. Says buybacks look to offset stock-based compensation programs. Um, it's a good call as far as being concerned about valuations, and if you're going to own it for one year, there's no way you own it. But I think if you're going to own it for the long term, they're starting to roll out some more concepts with um, getting people in in the afternoons, like alcohol. Um, 
and I'll be honest with you, you know, Starbucks, if they could open their doors to more things like TV, uh, like tea and uh, alcohol, uh, they would have a bigger range of people. You know, I don't like going to Starbucks because I'm not a coffee snob and don't want to be viewed as a coffee snob. But hey, beer, sure, I'd stop by for one. Uh, keep in mind that the first quarter of this year was very heavy weather impacted, um, very cold. And when it's very cold, uh, people stay in. They don't necessarily go out. Food improvements remain creative. Beverage innovation still has a strong pipeline for driving comparables in the quarter-to-quarter numbers. So I look at Starbucks as a multi-leveled, um, layered story. But, yeah, for the caller, absolutely, Robert, in Hillsboro, it is fully priced. And, you know, if you're buying it for your kids, uh, that's one thing. If you're buying it, put in your retirement account, and you only got five years for it to play out, anything can happen in five years. So know that, you know, um, you have to give yourself, in my opinion, a little bit more time to pull off um, some down markets. And could Starbucks sit a two, three-year negative period? Sure. They haven't, but they could. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Casey Kasem passed away today. Tony Gwynn from the San Diego Padres passed away today. Um, some people sometimes say, I need money fast. And it's actually kind of funny. I'm like, well, you know, what can you do? Babysit? That'll get you money fast. Can you walk dogs? That can get you money fast as well. Renting out your place? Go live with a friend for a little bit. Rent out your room for, to a friend or, you know, coworker for a couple, you know, six, seven months. Um, tap into any talent that you can. So, um, you know, hobbies that are lucrative, training other people to do what you do if you have a good passion. But there's not, see, there's not a lot of ways to make money fast, is there? You can return some of your purchases in the, uh, in the house. There's a, a website called Fiverr.com if you need to make some fast money. F-I-V-E-R-R. Um, and you do tasks for people. Like, I'd give you $5 you, you know, eight 15 oranges in five, 15 minutes. And you get 5 bucks if you do it. Ridiculous but true, right? Um, Friend made me a uh, lunch recently and I wanted to give it to me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, okay, kind of thing. So, don't want food thrown away and you get the idea. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. Let's take a break here. We'll be right back. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.